Sean. It's the gruesome twosome once again. The gruesome twosome back again, back Wee! at it. Um, do you think that you say sorry too much? Yes. Like all the time. I I want to. St- I think it feels so soft. I've gotten to the point where I know I say it too much, and then when I can control it, I do. So, like, perfect example, and it's a very it's a very easy example, but to people like us, it's a big deal. You can't do a gig. You can't. Hey, somebody asked you for a gig. You didn't even say yes already. It wasn't even a thing where like, hey man, sorry, I got to reschedule. Yeah. That might warrant a sorry. A thing where somebody says, hey, can you do May 12th at 8 o'clock at this thing? And you have something. And you're, you're just your response. My old response used to be, hey, sorry, I have to. But now I just go, no, man, I'm booked. But thanks for asking. Mine is, hey, man, I would love to do this. Unfortunately, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry if you have. It's just like, shut up. I'm a big, I'm a big 30 words when three would suffice type of guy. Um. Yeah, I'd love to be a man of few words, Oof. like a Clint Eastwood or like a or Ryan Gosling from Drive. That is a. <laughs> <laughs> he has like four lines in that movie. Uh, yeah, he says like fifteen words. It, 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 like it's man to be the 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 the, the quiet wow. type of guy would be so badass. Wouldn't but I'm the I'm the goofball. Like no, I didn't even. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like you know word diarrhea. Wouldn't you love if that was how people described you? Like you know Sean Donnelly, mm, Sean Don, man, a few words. They're like, oh yeah, oh Donnelly, God, this guy's yeah. a badass. Yeah, yeah. It's like the what was it, the walk, walk tall, carry a big stick. What, what is it again? What's yeah, that? That is, isn't that like a Theodore Roosevelt? Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. Rose, Roosevelt. So Roosevelt. like the the idea, it's it it, it 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 is ascribed to being more manly. If you're just like, especially if you're like being a good guy. If you're a good guy, then you know because the guys that. I'm not a blowhard when it comes to, like, I don't fight people, you know, normally. Well, normally I don't fight people, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't start fights. That's I will say that. Like, I don't, I don't usually start fights. Where it's like guys who usually start fights. I've you've seen it happen where it's like, oh, they're the blowhards and they're just talking their way and they they can't back it up. But the guy you have to be worried about is like the quiet guy who's not saying anything. Yeah, that's the guy that'll kick your ass. He'll just punch you, knock you out, and yeah. without saying a word. You know, it's like that kind of thing. Man, I I never really thought about how cool that sounds. A man of few words. Man of few words sounds real. But also, it's like, man of few words, you're not wasting sorry on any of those words. Because you know who the opposite of that is. Guy who doesn't shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> and nobody ever wants to be guy who doesn't shut the fuck up. Well, man of few words and then chatty Cathy. <laughs> <laughs> so one is, it's, it's kind of a, a little bit misogynistic, I guess, because yeah. when you're doing, when it's chatty, because we know guys, I talk... All the time. I know a lot of chatty cats. There's no chatty chads. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you I, know, we know, I know. You never, you, I will say this, and I'll get in trouble. You don't meet a lot of women a few words. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, think about it. Like, if you, when you're meeting quiet people, mm, no, you meet, there's quiet there's women. A there's, quiet, quiet there's a couple women, quiet, there's quiet, quiet broads. But don't I'm thinking be, about, don't be like, rude. But there's people that, the women of my life, I think, just like to talk. Do you think you talk too much? Yes. Do you think I talk too much? N- no, because no, I just think my my insecurity tells me I talk too much, and then I also I think, think that I'm like I almost just did. I'm always worried I'm interrupting people too much. Like I think that I'm jumping in and not listening to the. Con- I've been trying to listen more. I think we both talk too much. 
I think our entire friendship is built on us <laughs> talking too much and interrupting each other. Do we uh, do. Uh, do you know how many times we say sorry to each other? As in, sorry, I interrupted you. Yes, hey, sorry. All no, the no, time. no, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. go. No, 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 no. You go. Uh, okay. <laughs> I used to say stand-up comedian friendships are basically two people having a conversation together that the other one doesn't need to be there for. They're both just talking about completely different things back and forth at each other. Yeah, absolutely. Just sounding boards. Yeah. Because, but 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 here's the thing. That's not a good. It's not a good thing. <laughs> no, it's not great. I'd rather be in a real conversation with people because yeah. we all know the guys. We don't. Every comic talks a lot and is trying to outdo each other, and even in a group of people. And yeah, you kind of you're bouncing bits that aren't real bits. You're just trying to be funny, and you're hanging out. Like yeah, and we know guys that are cool with it, but then we everybody knows always oh, on guys that you're like Jesus, this fucking kid. Where you're like, oh, this is a lot to deal with. I don't think I'm one of those, and I'm not an always you're on not. guy. I try to be a good hang, but I pro I like you said. I think, yeah, I talk too much, and I probably, I don't know. I don't know how I come off. I'm always wondering how I come off. I think I come off more always on than I'd like to. And I'm not, I don't think I'm an always on person. No, I don't think you're an always but I'm on guy. I just like goofing. Yeah, but that's different. That's like normal goofing. That's more normal hanging out. I like getting it started with my friends that I think are funny and then having them make me laugh back. Yeah. I like, I like the give and take when I'm with actual funny people. Yeah, but you're not, you don't live or die by it. You can hang and have a normal conversation. For sure. And for about sure. a multitude of things. And you always bring up the fact of uh, you hate the relationships in comedy where you meet up with somebody and they're only talking comedy business or comedy related stuff, which yeah. I agree with. The more I'm in it, in comedy, the more I agree with like, I, I love the idea of where it's like, hey, we don't just have this thing in common. I used to notice that when I would work with like certain headliners, and, and I think this goes this way with any, like, like my first interaction when I was just new to comedy, and I think this goes this way with any job in the world, is where I would get in the green room, and like back then my first instinct would be like, just talk to this guy about comedy, and I started finding like, dude, none of these people that have been in the business five times as long as, as me really give a fuck to talk like a talking about you know jokes that they've wrote or like things that they, they would kind of rather be like dude did you see the stanley cup finals or like dude did, did you watch uh sisu yeah you yeah know? oh yeah well don't even don't you shouldn't, that should be like voldemort on this podcast yeah, we'll, 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 we'll talk wait about to, that later we'll wait to get to that uh yeah you're not wrong but i will say this and you and you don't know that i think this can i tell you what you do oh, wow what do i do and it's not a bad thing you you're good with people that you know, but I have brought you to comedy situations where you do get a little bit shy. Do you notice that? I I hundred percent notice that. I get really uncomfortable. <laughs> you get uncomfortable. Well, well, it's it's not it's not a shy thing. Not shy, but I don't it's know what a, you call it. It's an insecurity thing. It's, it's a. I mean, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, it's like, I mean. I mean, I noticed the, the other night. I mean, it's a perfect example. Yes. We went to two different comedy clubs. Yes. One comedy club, I knew half the people there. And it was easy and comfortable. And yes. there are people that already know that I'm funny and that I can do this job. Yeah. But when we're other places and there's people that never seen me perform, I have this feeling in my head like they have to see me and I have to get their approval in that regard. To you need a check mark before yeah. you can be like, let's 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 hang yeah. or let's goof around or whatever it is. Yeah. Interesting. And, right. I, and I also feel like and maybe they don't have this in their head. But I also feel like, why is this dude just hanging out here? He's not even, that I he's get. Not even. I, and I brought that up that night. Yeah. I, I've been there before where I'm like, I'm not doing a spot because there is, 
that's an uns- that's an un- not a talked about thing in comedy. I think, and that we could bring up. Maybe it, yeah. Maybe it is talked about. The you going up? The you going up? Question. You going you going up? And I think nine. Let's say let's be let's be conservative. Eight times out of ten, most comics are asking that uh, innocently. But I do think there's people that if they're on the show especially, and they go you going up. There's a there is a little bit of a passive aggression with that being like, not the what then why are you here but like a well I'm going up like yeah. it's like there is a little bit of a power play there even if it's minuscule and it's innocent and it's it comes out of insecurity there is a thing sometimes where guys go oh you going up or you on the show whatever it is it's a power and dynamic because at the end of the day it doesn't matter if you're on the, you're like this guy's on the show at the end of the day who gives a fuck you're gonna watch my set who cares yeah and you're on the show yeah exactly that's what I'm saying so like that's I mean. I wish I was better at not feeling like that, but it, it's just it's just um, something that's hard for me to get out of. I I think it's I like the I I almost like the idea and the logic that you that you kind of put on it. But yeah, it would. But you want to just hang to hang. But I like the idea that you're like, hey, I gotta get my stripes with you before I, we can hang out like buddies, whatever it is, which makes sense. But in the grand scheme of things, you could just hang out with people for 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 hanging out. But if you don't know somebody. <laughs> you don't know somebody And I've been like that as well, well I th- But I just I th- noticed it I noticed it the other night I was like Oh yeah you do act a little bit differently Than when it's just me and you Which makes complete sense Yeah 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 Well and, and it's also a thing where like You know I don't Like like us walking through the cellar Like the back of the room At the VU Yes we did it Like we went and got drinks And I was yes. like Holy f-. I was like ah, This is a lot for me <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's not even just It's not even just the like Hey I'm not past there Hey I don't know everybody there i don't have a comfortability there and this is a place that i want to be at and i want to be you know good enough to be at but it's also in general i experienced this when i just went to that bar with my girlfriend that real crowded bar that i didn't want to be at when we went for a friend's birthday is like i have like like i i hate the feeling of being in the way and when I'm like, and like, I just feel like a big fucking lug. Yeah. And everybody is like, get, 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 well, this guy, get the fuck out of my, w-, you know? Yeah. And, and again, 90% of everything that is, is up here the, is up in 99. my head. I mean, 99%. It, it's what we were talking about, you know, last week about, you know, people judging us for what we order to eat at a fucking Taco Bell. Right. It's, it's all, you know, in your head. And, and I mean, that's 90% of people pleasing is that idea where you're sending somebody a, you know, a text message or you're confronting somebody about something and your instinct is scorched earth. And it's really just usually people are just normal. Yeah, 100 percent. And the thing that the you think you're like, oh, this is like I'm cutting tie here. They're going to be so upset at me. Yeah. Can't, yeah. And that's almost never happens. People say that that, that, it, that it's a level of ego. And I just really don't think it is. Um, I see the logic behind that, but I I. I try to identify. I'm not. I think we both probably have moments of ego. Everybody does. I yeah. I have the when I I try to identify the moments of ego I have where I'm like, like like okay. So a perfect example kind of fits into what we're talking about. We are at West Side Comedy Club, uh, and that guy who ran the show. I forget his name. I wouldn't say it anyway. This guy ran the show, and he was trying to bust balls. He wasn't even trying to bust balls. Came up to me. I was going um, on the show, and he said, "Remember this?" He said. Uh, all right, it's 15 minute spots. I'll give you the light at 12, and then you wrap it up. Yeah. And that went right to the armor of the ego, and I went, wrap it up. I go, it's because it, re- it, is, a, it is a 
snotty thing to say to somebody who's been doing comedy for 17 years. It's not how you say it, though, either. Like, what? You're right, though. That's not how you say it. That's not how you say it. Particular like, thing. So you're saying, what I'm taking that as is, you don't trust me to, you, like, yeah, you think you're I'm telling gonna, me, you think I'm going to blow the light by 15 minutes. You think I'm going to blow minutes. the light. And I don't care if I'm impl- it's implied and or I'm, I'm, I'm inferring it or whatever you want to call it. You know, I'm hearing, only hearing that. I don't care. It sounds stupid. So what I did to him, I said, wait, so let me get this straight. And I went over the time yeah. about five or six different times. And you were next to me squirming. Oh, because so I was like stuck in the seats and I couldn't get out. And I knew you were just fucking with this guy. But it was like and he was not getting it. I thought he'd be like, all right, Dick, I didn't mean wrap it up like somebody with self-awareness. would have been like, OK, you know what I mean? Like 12 minute light, 15 minute set. Like, you know, like if it was me. But one thing I would never do to a comic is say, I'll give you light of 12, wrap it up. Wrap it up is like, means like, you're already going over. Hey, come on, wrap yeah. it up. Yeah. That's like, wrap it up like, I mean, it was it was that old Chappelle bit. Wrap it up, B. Like, you're done. Wrap it up. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not like, what you should say is, hey, 15 minutes set, uh, light at 12, good? Yeah. Well, honestly, when do you want the light? Yeah. And also, but the most fun thing to do is going, I, I just, I thought it, I didn't think it would work. I thought he would realize what I was doing. And I go, okay, so the set's 12 minutes. Uh, you were having a great time. <laughs> you were loving it. And I was just sitting there. I was like, please stop. Please, God, stop. Nope. nope. I loved every minute of it because this guy, he just let me do it. Like, he just not, didn't get it or he got it and was, like, not sure if I got yeah, it. He's like, not all there, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. So then I went up and I wrapped it up at, uh, I went, did a half hour on stage. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I think there's a thing to that where it's like some people in this business just don't know social graces and social interactions well. And yeah, I think I can misconstrue things and get a little sensitive maybe sometimes. But overall, I, I can get made fun of no problem. I can I can take a lot. I've taken a lot of like yeah. you get a lot of abuse and then just chalk it up to fucking people being weird, you know? When you get that thing like where you talk to somebody and you're like, hey, have you ever talked to another person ever? Yeah, I know. You know, like. And that's where what we learn. I feel like back in the day, if you were a comic and you were like autistic, but you know what happened, they would be way less understanding because now people kind of realize, oh, you're on the spectrum or, or you have a personality disorder or maybe you're just a dick. Like, like that's the thing. It's like the idea, the excuses for being a dick, which we've talked about before a multitude of times. Yeah is shouldn't be in certain realms. Sometimes you can just be like, hey, you, hey, yeah, we're not saying, maybe you're not evil, but you're kind of a dick and you, know, you, have, a, you have a bunch of issues. And the fact of the matter is I'd rather, yeah, I think maybe it is an ego thing like you were saying before. I'd rather, I'd rather be friendly and, and get, get, all, get along with people. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not being life's corny just, about it. Life's just easier, though. That's why I never understand people that want to make because I've talked about those people, my least favorite kind of people that are just contrarians. It's like they're bored. It's like certain people are bored and yeah. they just always want to be disagreeable. They're messing with the human condition. Or they're like a natural pessimist. It's like fucking just be a person. Stop taking every conversation a sociological experiment yeah. where you're going against the grain. Go fuck yourself. Just be, <laughs> let, just let people go by without having something in their head. Because obviously you're going to be the type that says something stupid and then they'll take it the wrong way and then you ruin part of their day. Why do that? It's, uh, it's so life's too short. Corny saying, but truer than anything. The, it's the amount of shit that I just hear and let go that I could combat every day. 
there's a ton of it, but it's just so not worth it to the flow of my day and what I have to get done. Like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for a conversation about, you know, I can't, I can't even think of a, I, I mean, I, I can think of one instance, but it's just such an out there instance is I remember saying that I, I, I made this comment in front of this one comedian who's like a huge contrarian. And I said, I don't think that a, a, a person is ever funnier to anybody but his group of friends, right? Like your group of friends think you're hilarious because you have this world and a rapport and a rapport and you know how to manipulate this. What is great is if you're a comedian, you're able to find some level of that on stage. Oh, God. And yeah. bring the audience into your world yeah, because absolutely. you've seen people do it. And then he goes, yeah, but like those people in the audience, they're like, they're not, they haven't been friends with you for 30 years. And I said, Right. Yeah, that's man. what you're saying. That's why comedy's hard. That's why it's a marathon. And, and that's he, why you have guys like you guys like Louie that like have kind of just real like become them their true selves and realized how to create that. And I know that he knew what I was saying. I did. Smart guy. I knew this guy knew what I was saying and he just kept going with it. And I was finally like, Hey dude, I'm good. Let's just agree that I think this way and you think that way. But I also think that you agree with me. You're just bored. Yeah, you're just you kids can't let it. You can't let it go. You can't I let somebody have. You can't just be like, hey, that's a good point. I don't think debate. That's how you know you're a dick if you never said, hey, that's a good point in your life to somebody. That's, yeah, that's true. a really good point. That's a smart way to say that. That's like we need more of that in the world. I think that's going away. You ch you change. <clears throat> me and you actually, I, I wouldn't call it a debate, but you actually did change my mind on something the other day. On a abortion. Tape. Yeah, I think that <laughs> I think that it should be illegal. I don't think that these I don't think that these women. You're right, Sean, when you said that I don't think women should have a choice over what they do with their bodies. And I was like, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> I can't believe I remember when you said when Sean Donnelly was <laughs> like, I don't think women should have control yeah, over that's what me. they do with yeah. their body. A man of the cloth. <laughs> no, but it, it was a pretty hot button issue. It was about when I said that um, I was bringing up this old meme that I saw where it was like Matthew McConaughey gave this like really shitty speech about gun control. Um, and then somebody put a picture of him arguing that we need stronger regulations on firearms. And then the picture under it was like him in the movie, the gentleman holding a pistol and shooting at people. Right. And then they were like this guy, also this guy. And I said, I think that meme is so stupid. And I think like we need to understand that it's just a movie. But you said something that was really smart that I which is doesn't happen. That often. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I remember it so vividly. <laughs> um, no, but but like that was that was an argument that w that we not an argument, but it was a conversation that we had where at the end of it, I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, like and that rarely happened. And I was actually just talking about this today with another friend. And I do. But you also there was we were we were like it's one of those it was one of those conversations where we were basically agreeing and I wasn't once again like talking about contrarians I wasn't even trying to be contrarian I was just saying that you were like hey has, that has nothing to do with like it's, it's gun control laws is the main meat of the problem with those and I'm like you are I agree with you and I don't care if there's a million guns in movies yeah but uh, you can't you, what my point was that you can't it, you have to admit that glorifying guns in any respect might have might have point zero three percent to do with it but it's it, when you Matthew, especially Matthew McConaughey, it's like 
you can make you're at a point in your career. Yeah, if you're some character actor that's trying to make a career yeah. for yourself, man, you don't have the choice. You become the hitman and the thing, and you're doing the guns. But when you're Matthew McConaughey, you could never touch a gun again yeah. on screen, and then and still do fulfilling roles. You could do How to Lose so, a Guy in Eleven Days. <laughs> yeah. There's no guns in yeah, that. Yeah, why do you lose a guy in in four days? You just shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Where it's like McConaughey. It's one of these things where you had enough of a you have enough of a profile that you can talk about gun control. You can make the statement, I I in the past have done movies with guns. Going forward, I'm just gonna make that choice not to. And it will have a everything is I realize this. It'll get everything news coverage. is PR. Yeah. Exactly. Everything is media. So it's one of these things where the press, whatever you want to call them now, the press. I sound like a conspiracy guy. I'm like, yeah. the press doesn't want to tell you. Well, anytime you put anytime you put a uh the air, air quotes, quotes <laughs> on anytime you put air quotes on a just like a pretty regular <laughs> thing, that's when it's like, oh my god. But it is true because even if you look at you know, you if you really see, especially now with the articles that come through, you look who's involved in the article and they'll have something's going on with them. There's a million John Mulaney things right now. John Mulaney does this, John, and I'm like, oh, that's all set up because if it's PR for for his new special. So a guy like McConaughey, you make one stand and you make the statement. There'll be fifth. There'll be a thousand articles. They, some of them just piggyback about hell. He's never doing a movie with a gun again. And yeah, there'll be conversations back and forth. But that's kind of the point of that world. It gets that conversation going. So if you if he inspired that, wouldn't that help his cause more than just being like, gotta get rid of guns? Oh, by the way, I think you uh, some gun <laughs> testing for my new Guy Ritchie movie. It's like fucking stupid. I'm very. Uh, that's that's a tough thing for me because I am for like them like reform like not that anybody gives a shit but like you know i am very pro like let's do something to regulate guns to make things safer you know because all these things are happening yep but then i'm also of the mind that fucking john wick is awesome yeah same and here. i love movies with tons of guns i like people fucking i and but it's because i can you know compartmentalize that and I think that 99% of the people, 99.7% of the people can. Uh, but also, it's not, a, it's not a matter of, it's not, it's not cause and effect. It's not them going, these posters, these movies, a direct effect is more guns in the street. It's, it, that's just, no, that's not yeah. what the point I was making. The point I was making is that by using your profile, instead of you going, do, doing, talking out of both sides of your mouth, using your profile to go, hey, here's an actual action I can take besides just talking about this thing, which some people have done probably. If you, if you take that stand, that'll have way more of an impact and do way more for your cause than you just be like, we need guns off the blah, 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 blah. It's like you can make more of an impact yeah. than, you, than you have been. You were saying put your money where your mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is. What is what's, what, in your capacity, what could you do? And if I was an actor that already had, what would you say, $200 million the guy has? Who knows what he has, $100 million? <laughs> The guy kills it. The guy's a great actor. You're set. You can retire tomorrow. So you get to choose exactly what projects you do the rest, yeah. of, your, rest of your career. But only the guys like him where it's like, that's one of your causes. If it's not one of your causes, who cares? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah. There's tons of guys. That's why I think people don't assign themselves to it because they're like, I like doing the action movies that assure my grandkids have and their grandkids have yeah, cash and money. This, this generational wealth. Exactly. I um, Speaking of action movies. God, we went to, to it. Yeah, we went to the movies um, last week and saw something that we were both extremely excited about. You know, you know what I, you know, I can say it is my beloved trailers. Sometimes they, they, they betray me. 
We got catfished by a trailer. <sighs> we got fucked right in the ass. What? Is that is that not catfishing? That's. Mm, oh, that's, that's something never. else. Wait, what happened to you? Oh, my camp counselor told me that was catfishing. <laughs> you you want to play a game? It's called. <laughs> Uh, camp catfish. Yeah, camp catfish. Yeah. Lake Wallapalak. Wow. People uh, were probably really <laughs> disappointed when that documentary came out. They get to the end, they're like, "Well, that's 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 kind of weird." I was like, "This going a different way." Yeah, yeah. This was a little uh, little PG, if you ask me. Ray, we take a we take we talk about movies a lot on this podcast. We do. We love movies. We were we were. This is a shared experience all the way through for me and you. Yeah. So we saw the trailer when we were going to see John Wick 4, speaking of our favorite gun guy. And um, what was that? You just did some weird motion with your... I was him like shooting the gun all the different ways. Oh. oh. <laughs> it looked like you were having a stroke. Like on, your hand was having a stroke. Probably a little bit. <laughs> Probably a little strokey. Um, so here's the thing. We saw the trailer, and I know you wanted to talk about the movie, yeah. Well, the the movie stunk. I, I don't know how much we need to talk about. Like we were, like, it, and part of it probably stunk because we were so like we turned to each other when we saw John Wick uh, before the movie started because they showed the Sisu trailer. We turned to each other and we were like, "Yeah, obviously, yeah. we're going to fucking see that. Like that looks awesome." And we saw it literally the day it came out. They played on our emotions. Yeah, it, because, because they're like, because you're geared up for John Wick, and then you see that you're like, "This is like John Wick." With Nazis. Like, yeah. this is like, it should be fantastic. They literally said John Wick meets Mad Max. And then I saw another thing that said, like, Inglorious Bastards meets, you know, fucking Braveheart. And it was just like all these cool, it, you know what I mean? It was like Goodfellas meets getting the feeling yeah. of getting a blowjob. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. Hey, let's just mix together uh, the top 10 yeah. dude movies <laughs> and see what they say about that. They're just like, they're like, it's testosterone meets uh, knives. Like, it's just like, <laughs> like it's, it's machetes meet bazookas. They just start getting the objects. It's like, it's yeah. naked women meets ice cream. <laughs> it's like, what? Yes. <laughs> it's like pizza and hand jobs. A pizza hand job party. So, anyways, we go see this pizza hand job party. Yeah. And it was. Neither pizza nor hand job. Um, it's it, was even though, it was getting fucked in the ass. Is what even though Lord knows I tried. Yeah. Have you give me one? And you <laughs> just were being a prude, classic Donnelly. But we sit in the recliner chairs, which is all I'll sit in these days. That's the only thing I'm really a cunt about about the movies. The only thing, only way you're pompous is movie theaters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> only bougie in movie theaters. It's the only place I can afford to be. <laughs> but uh, we. Well, we're on a thing called the A list. That's true. Which it's very exclusive for only twenty five dollars a month. You could be on the A list. So the a, okay, real quick sidebar: the A list. It has when you're when you're on the AMC A list, it's twenty five dollars a month, and you can see like three movies a week max. It's it's a good deal if you're somebody that goes to the movies a lot. I don't think I take advantage of it as much as I, I should, but I want to start. Me too, especially over the summer. But there is a an A list line and then a regular line and. I get embarrassed sometimes to use the A-list line. So do I. But now, but I, the day we saw Sisu, there was nobody waiting on the regular line. So I'm like, let's go on the A-list line. Yeah. <laughs> and I, because I feel like the people, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. I feel like the people in the regular line see me go in the A-list line and they either, one, don't know what A-list is. And they're like, why is this fucking asshole thinking think you can jump in the line? <laughs> I hope they think that. I would rather them think it's the line for like mentally disabled people. It's the sky priority of snacks. 
Do you do you know what happened to me with the A-list line one time? What? This is what went through my head, and this is probably a problem, is because there was like a fairly full line. There was probably like six people in line, and not one of them was white. It was all different. Like, <laughs> I, I think I think it was like maybe it was like a white woman, but it was everybody that has a legitimate beef with straight white the privilege yeah. yes and i walked to the a-list line and i cut in front of everybody and i could tell they were like what the fuck you know and i just went up and they served me and i walked over and got my stuff <laughs> and i feel like <laughs> i felt like i felt it like it's not racist but it's not helping <laughs> yeah it's not racist but it's not not racist. it's in the, it's in the ballpark but so, so yeah. I felt I felt that, and and I. But here's the thing, though. It, but it's also, it's not like it's it's it, we're joking, but it's completely like that. That's so funny to have. That's the white white guilt thing of going. But oh I, shit, should I just get on the back of this line? But I have it even even regardless of that. I have the I don't want people to feel like I'm cutting them. And then also, yeah, if they find out that I do it and they know exactly what it is, I also have the feeling that they're like, oh, this fucking dork with his a list oh the a list thing this yeah dork with his a list well i will say they could not make it more obvious that it's part of that pro it's like everything on the a list side is yellow they painted it all yellow yeah it's a giant sign that says a list not giant sign but it's a sign so people they don't know what it is they should know and they should they should join it i'll see some i'll see some non a listers in the a list line makes me sick but i don't say anything <laughs> do you spit on them no, I d I'm insecure about using the line. But anyways, we go. I I let somebody on the regular line go when I was on the A list. Ugh, I've done we're that. not. We're not. We're not cut out for that. No, life. we're not. I know. We're not cut out to be. If I was to become rich, then maybe not even famous, just rich, I still wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to deal with it. I think a lot of the things, bro. I would do the thing that I do when people compliment my shoes or my clothes. Like, like completely de de devalue it. Yeah, the, yeah. Like, like if they compliment a shirt, I'll be like, yeah, dude, I got it for $3 yes, at yeah. Old Navy. Or if they compliment shoes that actually were expensive, I was like, yeah, dude, these are like a buck eighty, but I want them on a uh, March Madness. I bought them because I want a, a March Madness pool for like three grand. So I had to treat <laughs> myself to something. start making up things. Like no, that was true. <laughs> but they, but they were, but they were like, like nice hat. You're like, yeah, it fell from the sky. I don't know where it came from. I just came, just popped <laughs> in my head one day. <laughs> but people are, it's like I give, I give this whole long backstory to why I have a pair of shoes, and people are like, oh, okay. <laughs> the fuck do you want me to do with that information, Ray? Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I know the feeling because I do the same shit. Yeah. They'll be like, I, they'll be, or even comedy, people will compliment a set. You're like, oh, they were, they were cool. They were cool. They were cool. But here's the thing. That is an ego thing with, with comedy sometimes for me because I'm like, I'll do real well. I'm like, that, in my head, I'm like, that was fantastic. And then <laughs> it's me trying to, to uh, discount it because I don't want to come off like an asshole. Have you ever had a thing where, uh, and, and we will get to the Sisu moment in a second. I, I, I didn't forget. I never fuck. I never forget <laughs> um we have uh, like have you ever had a thing where you had a really good set on a show and you're like a buddy that was also on the show tanked it and you're just kind of it's kind of weird like after yeah and, totally and you'll be like like what do you say in that moment like this this would this would i never just what's when i don't say i don't say good sad i just i <sighs> you mean where it's like clearly a divide it's a clear divide. Here's the thing: if it's like if, it's, if you just do better than them, I don't say anything. Or I'll say they were kind of weird if I really believed it. But like, 
I just don't say anything about the show. No, somebody struggles, and you had a good set, and then they're like, ah, oh, man, they were tough, dude. And then they're like, they seem to like you. I don't know. I don't even know. I think I say. Well, it's time for role. It's it's time for uh, role play corner. Okay. Okay. So this is definitely this is gonna be really hard for me to do, um, because we'll just say I'm the guy and I just had a really bad set, which never happens. So I just struggled out there. I bombed and you fucking killed on this show. And you're coming back into the green room where I'm sitting. Right after the set. You're coming back into the green room. You just killed out there. I struggled, right? And like. We know each other. We both know that we're capable of doing the job, right? Oh, I know what I I have an answer for this. Okay, so yeah. come. So um, you walk into the green room. Man, it sounds like you were. It sounds like sounds like they were good for you, man. I, I this is what I do. I go. I go. No, uh, no, we're. Oh, so we're role playing. Sorry. <clears throat> okay. Oh, yeah. So, uh, interior comedy club green room. Sean just gets off stage to a pretty uproarious applause. <laughs> And uh, walks into the green room, and um, uh, Frank, uh, another comedian. I'm not going to call myself Ray because I'm not going to say I bombed. But uh, no, Ray. Ray is sitting in the green room, not feeling great, as he had a. If you saw in the scene before, he had a tough set. He struggled a bit. Sean enters. Ray, I'm not going to do the um, action lines anymore. Okay. You can just figure out your own blocking. Okay. Um, <laughs> Wow, man. So- sounds like they loved you out there, man. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, they love fat goof bullshit. <sighs> well, well, yeah, they like know. they like yelling. They like the guy yelling. No, no, they like they hated me. They hated me for some reason. They know they didn't, dude. It oh, felt yeah. like it. I, they they did not hate you. They loved they loved that. They did like that one. That one that got a pop. Do you think they like that? Yeah, definitely. I don't think it. I think they were. I think they were just laughing to make me feel better. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> Well, don't do that. Here's the number. It's in 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 America. It's nine nine eight. That's the st- Ray. Are you okay? What? And I'm gay now. Wait. And scene. Not that you <laughs> handled that pretty well, but I think you did. I don't know what to say in that role play. That there is was a lot in that. That wasn't just I had a bad set. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the that was like the most overstuffed after school special I've ever seen in my life. Hey, man, they liked you, though. Also, I'm dying, and I'm going to commit suicide while I'm dying, and I'm gay. So we get, let's switch roles. Let's switch roles. Okay, okay, let's do it. <clears throat> okay. I walk. Right, I'll do the action. Okay. Sean is in the green room. Ray comes back. Sean had a terrible set. We saw that in the previous scene. Ray walks into the green room. Uh, it's quiet. Uh, and enter Ray, and Sean gets the first line. Hey, man. Great set. They they really they they loved you. Ah, yeah. You know what, man? I fucking I'm, I'm just doing that fucking hacky a shit. I was just trying to swing for the fences. I don't think so, man. You ki- like you killed. Oh, they, thank you. They liked you, but way better than than me. Thank you. I don't think they. I think they told me actually. They told what? Yeah, they told me when I walked out. They said I was walking through the audience, and they said good job. I also tell that Sean guy we really liked him too. They did. Yeah, they did. Specifically, what they say? They just said. The, what do you mean specifically? Was it? It was a guy that told you they liked it me better was, than you. It was a guy and a girl. They were like, they were like, we we really we liked you, but we really like Sean. What and they, and they, some of his and and the only reason that other people didn't like it, they said, which I probably agree with, is your stuff was just too smart. Well, you know, I do get that complaint a lot. Yeah, I get like, 
And they're like, ah, it's, it's, you know, it's like, hey, this isn't Brainiac Corner. This isn't mm. like, you know, easy MIT. I've gotten that before. So I'd, rather, I'd rather be that than the hack shit I was doing up there. I'm going to. I don't disagree, but I think you did a great job. Yeah. I do think you need to, I think you need to add more big words to your jokes. Yeah. Oh, maybe you could take a pause and talk down to them like I do. I'm going to kill myself. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gay. Uh, wait, 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 are you killing yourself because of the set or because you found out you're gay and you, and you have issues with it? Uh, no, I love being gay. It sucks that I have to die now. <laughs> but it was so much fun. I'm not, I'm not as good at this role playing. This stuff went as, off as the as rails. It was, it was fun. It was yeah, good. yeah, that's fun. Good. We had to do role play corner a little more. I liked playing the smart comedian. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> that's that's called fantasy land. You just got to talk down to them a little. You bit. talk down. But that's my favorite thing with. <laughs> I love cadence comedians that just like. I'm yelly comedian. I do. That's is what I say. I go. Ah, they love that goofball shit. That happened to me. That's I, bullshit though. You shouldn't say that. I know. You should, should stop saying that. I should. You're right. What's what, like? Okay. So all role playing aside, what is the right thing that you should say? Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. And I have, but I have, I do not say good set to the person because I would not want somebody to tell me that. I don't. Yes. Ever. We. Yeah. We've. We've. Yeah. That's one thing. That I think that's more respect. I think you're showing them more respect by not saying good set. And you'll have people say great set, and I'm like, don't do it. And then you can kind of. I, can, I make little judgments when I see people say, have, say great set and it wasn't. Yeah. Like, like somebody else in the room goes, hey man, great set. And I'm like, oh, you're a little bit of a, you're a little bit of a worm. Yeah, don't tell them that. Yeah. Well, I, and I think, I, I think, um, and, and granted, I, I acted like a ham on both of those role plays. So that's on me for not giving us an accurate representation because I ended them with the worst case scenario. But yeah, yeah but a lot of death. I know, I'm in a place. But <laughs> the thing is, but is you also, I think you're, Whenever I get off, you've seen me. Both of us, we've seen each other do sets. I think we're pretty honest with how you know. I'm honest with very few people, like or in depth with very few people about how their set went. You like will say like this part did well, this part you didn't say this part didn't be like you got him on X, Y, and Z, and that you know, which is true. Like an actual, I don't think I've seen. I don't think you've seen me bomb where it's a bomb bomb, and I don't. I think. I don't know if people realize like an actual bomb is very where it's a hardcore. It's a little rarer, but your but your gauge for what a bomb is is different as you progress. Um, yes, you meaning but that you're more sensitive to when certain things don't do. Like as when much. it's just not good. Like when you like do fine, and maybe the audience would even be like, "Oh, he was okay." You're like, "That was awful." Yes, hundred percent. Um, I think one thing in when you were being the guy that had the good set, I think one thing smart that you did do. Is you never said it went well, but you said come on that you got him on the uh, that got a pretty good laugh. The one yeah, thing. it can. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I think that that's a Here's good a, idea. I'll say a true statement. I only say it if one the one thing one thing hit and you go yeah we can we can go on the positive here. Yeah, and you know what I'll say, I've oh I've done this and I shouldn't do this, is where somebody will say something where they had a bad set and I didn't. And they'll say something about the audience, and I'll agree, and I don't believe it. Um, That's bad. They'll be like, ah, oh, man, it was like, it did. They'll, they'll be like, ah, oh, man, I just couldn't gauge them, man. They were just so, like, they were so inconsistent. Like, they would laugh at one thing, and then they wouldn't laugh at another thing that was similar, and it just yeah. kind of didn't make sense. And I'll be like, yeah, dude, I was like, I experienced that too, man. And when really, I'm like, dude, I fucking, they, 
I had a good time. They yeah. liked me. Yeah. I think you can gauge when somebody blames the audience, which I I have done in my life, but but I think if you have somebody consistently blaming the audience, that's an issue. And I also think that there is sometimes where like, and I've run into this, where they just don't like you. Mm-hmm. Like yes. I've been like I've felt not liked. Yeah. And like I'm like and I'm not dumb. Like I'm like oh they just don't really like me. And it's one of these weird things where the reason why it sounds so crazy to say is because you're like. So a whole room of people collectively decided not to like you, and it's like, yeah, it's an energy thing. I, like, turned off. Yeah, I turned them off. Something turned them off. I've done it. And it's not bringing them yeah. back. I've done it on a hosting set, and I and I, and I and that's why, especially when it's, like, where I do just okay on a hosting set, I will do minimal in between, do almost nothing. Well, it's why I've learned the lesson, unless I'm in a really, like, comfortable scenario where I, when I'm hosting, is I will not do anything, like, risky as far as like bluer material or like oh yeah because you feel like you're gonna fuck up the whole vibe of the show yeah i don't want and, and i have to keep coming back up and every time they're gonna be like oh this is the guy that talked about pegging yeah and then yeah it sets up it's up the room not, not that i have a pegging yeah. joke but um working on one <laughs> so oh, anyways speaking, 20 minute chunk on pegging. Let's, let's talk about speaking of blaming audiences yeah look at me they call me the transition king because well i got something to tell you I'm getting surgery. No. <laughs> uh, they call me. They call me the the transition king because I transitioned perfectly back to what we were talking about um, to set the stage. We talk an awful lot about having the confidence to like stand up to a stranger in public, or to like tell somebody, especially and specifically, be quiet in a movie theater. We caught a couple talkers almost. We were at Sisu. We were so excited to see it. This is pre us being disappointed. Uh, at the very end, during trailers, which you know how I feel about that. I know. I know. This I whole know. crew of young, peop- young, young, young whippersnappers comes by, and they full on these couples sat next to me, which is you know one over from you, and they were talking loudly the entire rest of the trailers, and you visi- you could visibly and audibly hear me getting mad. You were going like. <coughs> <sighs> All right. Okay. Because they were the type that I was like, they're not going to stop talking. They're on a date. They're not going to stop talking. And they were talking loud. They were like laying down. And then there was there was also another little added, little added wrinkle to the plan, to the story. What's that? Is their buddy was sitting two seats away from me, and there was an empty seat in between me and him, and he said, hey, if you want to put your jacket down – on this chair to you so it's out of your way yeah umbrella so it was like i felt like these are nice people they weren't yeah they weren't they weren't i think they're when they start anybody who starts talking whatever you did previously goes right out of my fucking hundred percent yeah yeah yeah. but it was like i felt like okay though this is going to be a nice exercise for me combating my anxiety about this um so because I, i feel like it was like a safe first one to do yes for me to and because we kind of had the guy on the right who i could easily have been like i sorry about your friends just won't shut the fuck yes up. they were, but, were expecting that to happen but then he was cool but what i was planning on doing is they're talking during that last trailer i'll tell you my plan you tell me what you were gonna do okay so, so the way we were feeling so what was y- do you do you want my plan of attack on this or your plan of attack you know what's so funny is that 
my your plan of attack. Let me hear yours. So, so how I was gonna address it. So, so I was annoyed by it, but I was also like, not everybody has the same harsh movie opinions when it comes to the trailers as we do. Mm-hmm. That's something that you've even said that people yes. are pretty split on. And I know that. That's why I, I were talking. They were talking through the tra- the entire trailer, and they were talking loud. They weren't whispering. No, they were loud as fuck. And I, I was thinking that they were gonna be an issue. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna give it until like maybe three minutes into the film Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to turn and I already have my line ready I was going to say hey could you please be quiet I was going to lean over you and I was going to say hey can you please be quiet okay that was it there's similarities but I'll tell you this in the world of film three minutes is an eternity <laughs> so I don't know where you're getting three minutes from. I probably would have given them a minute. A yeah. minute when after a minute after the credits. I'll give you the credits. And I have a That's about three minutes. The credits could have been long. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Good point. But I have the thing that when I went to go see Casino with my dad and when he got in that guy's face, it was like he he let it go of the trailers. They were talking even louder than that couple was. They, he let it go through the credits, the opening montage, all that. And he got to it. He goes, hey, can you can you be quiet? Like, he was right behind us. Can you be quiet? He was like, won't you fucking... And then he got up and his guy, guy, they got in the guy's Wait. face. I told you that story. Have you told this on the podcast? Yes, I think so. Maybe not. He basically got up. But he goes, why don't you fucking relax? And my dad, who wasn't a tall guy, he was like my height, but he was an intimidating... He was bigger. And he got up and he goes, why don't you fucking relax? And then the guy to the girl was like, oh, let's go, let's go on the other side of the... Yeah, and I never forget it. it, it it's it's it embroidered in my brain. So um, I always think of that, where it's like that was the fair. Thing. Yeah, he maybe shouldn't have gotten up and yelled at the guy, but the fair thing to do is to be like, I'll give you the trailers, I'll give you the beginning, and now we're in it. Now it's started, and I'll give you about a little bit of you know leeway, but you got to be quiet. But the thing that I struggle with is how I would have said it. I, I I in my head I was like. I was trying to think of how I was going to say That's, it. Uh, yeah, I had I, it prepared. I was like, hey, can you guys, please, can you, uh, can you guys be a little quieter? Or can you, can you be quiet? But I think I have so much disdain for people who talk in the movies, and it so hits me in a, such a deep place that I, I don't so. think I could not sound like an asshole. Like angry. Any, even if it's a little snarky or whatever you want to call it, or a little, like, little, like, dismissive. Like, I, there's no, there's no, there's no buildup to that thing to me. In my brain, I'm already I'm running red. I'm already so hot that my my first go to is hey, be quiet, which should be like the third one that you do. Like my well, my first, first go to is shut the fuck up. Right, right. You're an adult. You, we're right. at the movies, and right. people paid twenty dollars to see this. Whatever, probably twenty dollars in snacks, a fucking fifteen dollar Uber or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yes. a lot of money, man. And it's like and it's not like. It's a nice escape, man, to just sit down, fucking lay back, and watch a movie on a big screen. And if you're somebody that can't handle it anymore, there's nine billion things streaming at the crib. Yeah, hundred percent. Go home and fucking go the, home and the, fucking watch my best friend's girl streaming it, now on HBO Max. The same way that streaming has made movie etiquette decompose is the same reason that you can. There's so much stuff you can just just to the point where you probably could have watched the movie you were in the movie theater for. At home, a lot of them come out a week later on streaming or yeah. simultaneously. Well, I learned that the tech. I think "Please be quiet" is the way to go. 
Please be quiet. Please be quiet. Hey, can you please be quiet? Hey, could you please uh, be quiet? Uh, yes. That yeah. And because with, here's the thing, you normally, if somebody's being loud in a place where it's weirdly out of place, you would be like, "Hey, can you quiet down?" Meaning that yeah, you can continue your conversation. But no. in a movie theater, it's an absolute. In a movie theater, it's stop talking immediately I, now. I but you also have to ride that line of you can't, what you're saying can't be too far where you go past your word limit where somebody else where you're going to get into it with them mm. and then you become part of the problem. Now you're being too loud. I've told you that's why I rarely ever do it. Yeah. However, house lights go down and they were completely silent the entire movie. They were. They were. They were good. Because I was wrong. Because she was giving him head. <laughs> Just kidding. He was giving her head, dude. It's 2023. Girls can get head, too, now. All right, bro. Take it easy. I And I am well aware that we are. completely prejudged them for being younger. But also based off, I had uh, some, some evidence there with them talking loud and then coming in late and having complete disrespect for. Yeah. Yeah. So, but once it started, you know, besides maybe a couple of the sides. Which we did anyway. We talked for like two words. You know, that's fine. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. It has to be sustained annoyance, sustained talking. I didn't really. Um, and, and and I know that we're becoming a little bit, you know, because we're talking about this so much. We're, we're becoming a little bit male Karen-y about it. But we're not, though, because male Karens would be immediately, even they were telling me about the trailer. They'd be like, well, male Karens would have walked out and grabbed somebody to. Yes. Say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. But, I mean, I learned it from, like, like I think I'm going to be a lot better at confronting people when they're acting impolite in those settings because I saw how Natalie did it, which, uh, again, it's a lot easier for women, I think, because there's less there's likely less of getting, getting punched, punched in the face. Yeah. Which, um, <laughs> you're getting to the point where it's maybe not... Which I think for men, it's you're less likely to get punched. You're not getting punched you're getting either. Punched. Most but people, that's just what I think. Handled the right way, most people I think would be like, "Oh, yeah, sorry." But I think the more and more what it's becoming is people kind of not giving a fuck and being like, "Relax or shut up or whatever." You know. Well, it's pretty tough for an adult to hear a child. Like, it's pretty tough for an adult to hear the reprimandings of a child, like on them. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, hey, can you please be quiet? It's like a, it's a weird embarrassment factor. Yeah, it's when then it's you, very and then your first thing is like the fight or flight thing. The ones who go, oh yeah, I'll stop. The, that's the flight. The yeah. fight is shut the fuck up. Fuck you. Well, <laughs> well I was I I remember I was that's really <laughs> <laughs> I was really embarrassed when we went with you to the Tonight Show when you did the Tonight Show last year. Mm-hmm. It was me, you. Um, Megan, Megan, and Kevin Heavy. Ryan, and Megan wasn't there yet, and you were on the phone with the fucking guy, the uh, the Booker. You know, you're you're having like a conversation about like serious important shit, and me and Kevin are talking about the snacks in their real life. We're like, yeah, nobody's touching them fucking vegetables. I huh? when they got the, and we're going back and forth, and you were like, hey, shh, <laughs> shut up. I'm on the phone with, you know. With what the went guy. through your mind when I and said that? I was like, and be completely honest. I was like, God, we're losers. We're so <laughs> embarrassing. We're like, like I mean, I mean, I mean, Kevin literally has a podcast. Are you garbage about like being <laughs> trash? Like yeah. And it's me and him, and they're like, dude, we should take some of these for the road. <laughs> and then you're just like, you, what are you doing? <laughs> Shh. 
No, I knew. See, but that's how I am. I knew I was wrong. Right. So, so I, I was think, like a little. I don't think em- a lot of people have. I was embarrassed. I was like, ah, shit. Like this is, you know, this is his moment, and he's like trying to like get in I the couldn't right hear on the space phone. and yeah, couldn't yeah. hear on the phone yeah. because me and him are laughing about how nobody's gonna eat celery here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you could have gone the other round, but like, oh, relax, dude. Which which. People would have maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know what Kevin was thinking, but I'm sure Kevin was like. No, he thought the same thing because we started cracking up. We're like, we're like, we're like, that's we're so shit. But yeah, so totally, uh, I do think that I'm willing to admit my crazy opinions when it comes to the movies. Are are crazy? Like even yeah. the trailer thing, I get it. I don't. I never would go after somebody for talking during the trailers. I I've never done that in my life. But in my head, I'm like, properly, the trailers start, you, everybody should shut the fuck up. I don't know how people d- don't consider the trailers part of the movie. I just don't see it. Um, they're not commercials. They have commercials. You know Nuvi. We know Nuvi with yeah. our friend Maria Meninos, who looks fantastic. Oh, wow. Probably almost 50. Her boobs look amazing. She's really doing her thing. She's doing her thing. It's so funny that you probably know that gets, Probably gets uh, uh, stem cells injected into her forehead. And... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. She's probably a perfectly nice person. I don't know why you said her. It felt like you, when you took that break, you were going to say something so filthy. And then yeah. you're like, her forehead. <laughs> uh. yeah, I went, yeah, I got guilty. Uh. And um, so that's commercials. Yeah, Nuvi. Do whatever you want during Nuvi. Fuck Nuvi. I, 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 you, could, you could shit on the floor during Nuvi. I don't care. I don't care. Nuvi shouldn't exist either. That's where the movie business messed up. It yeah. should be nothing. Trailers. Movie. But that's never going to happen again. Do you know why I, I I just had this come back to me, and I think it's why I I, I think what's going on because I run into so many things like this at the movie theater, whether it's at the show or me getting unruly audience members. I think I'm being punished for some of the things that I did when I was a kid. That I just had something come back to me. I think I think it's karma. I remember that there was a a fair in my neighborhood. Do you have fairs? Do you have fairs? Yeah, yeah, we have the, a lot of Italian fairs. Yeah, well, we this this fight was the a, Italian kids. Ours, <laughs> well, not yeah. Jesus Christ, um, these were these were either like fairs done by the church or the fire department. Yeah, they're put on. Yeah, so those were churches mostly. So the one and yeah, fire departments as well. The one in my neighborhood, there was this band that was playing in like this small room, and they were kids like I think I actually know one of the dudes now that were around my age. They were like probably like two or three years older than me and my friends, and <laughs> we terrorize their performance like flick the lights on my one friend literally this is where it all came to a head is he climbs a fence to get because they're playing the band is playing and nobody's stopping you guys no the band is playing where the drummer is in front of the the a door like a back door that you really can't get to okay. unless you climb a fence my friend climbs the fence <laughs> And he's behind them, and the back door was open so they could get air, you yeah, know. Yeah. And he had silly string, and just silly string the drummer, and ran out. And then I immediately, because they knew I was with them, because I was the one flicking the lights, um, ran back. I was like twelve. Ran back to my house because my house was the closest. And then never got in trouble for it. Never got in trouble for it. So I am now. And the what the band do? Were they freaking? They were pretty professional. They just kept playing. They must. They were probably like 14, 15, 16. You know what, you know what the main curse is? What? 
you're a working road comic. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> your choice of profession is your penance for doing that because the, them not freaking out on you and like chasing guys or doing whatever is because of them having to deal with that maybe once every three months at one of these things. Yeah. Now I have it at least once a month. Yeah, you have somebody yeah yelling at you. But I think I deserve I deserve it because that was really like very, it's a very Catholic outlook on it. It just came. It literally came back to me while we we're sitting here. And you're getting you're getting you have, you're getting paid back. There's you have a vengeful God that <laughs> or whatever you want to call him that that is saying you did this one thing and there's you know I was literally just on the phone with this buddy, and he was the one that climbed over the up. fence. Yeah. he didn't even bring it up. I just thought about it right now. Because I was thinking about people being unruly at performances, and he silly stringed the shit out of them, and we left. Nobody yelled at us, and there was like people in there like enjoying it. And it's also like me now knowing as a performer, I'm like, what the fuck, man? That's so rude. Like, mm -hmm. like these dudes like practice for this. They were excited for this. This was a gig. You know how hard gig. it is to get. Yeah. It's hard for me to get gigs at a fire department now. Yeah, yeah. I'd kill for that gig. Yeah. What they just had. You're not wrong. It's one of these things where it's like. Yeah, it's like now you're. It's perspective. It yeah. might be, it might be part. You know, uh, God gave you that. Uh, that uh, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you what it's like. But I don't think he's like that'll be the rest of your life because you acted like a kid. At a, no, but <laughs> at a fair. But it's like it, what goes around comes around a little bit. Karma. We used know? to go to these fairs in my neighborhood. It's so funny. I did. People, are, you know, people love clips where it's like. Hey, they want to they want to argue uh, below the clip. We've had them for the podcast, and I did one for our, uh, Chris Gobo. Yeah, and it was like the best, uh, the best. What's the best deli in Long Island? What's the best? Deli? Dude, the vitriol with people. It's like like things like that. Like back in the day, shit. People are so they're so sure of like their opinions on it, and they just it's like I've never seen people. He's like, I had one guy. He's like. No way, scumbag! Like, 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 say, like, <laughs> like, we're talking about beaches and delis. What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, you fucking, you don't know what you're talking about, scumbag. And it's like, scumbag. Like, I'm talking about a deli down the block from my house, growing up. And then like, everything I said in the video is from Nassau County, and there's Nassau and Suffolk yeah. County in Long Island. And some girl, just a recent uh, comment I saw on it was, this might as well be called living in Nassau. The farthest east this guy's been is Farmingdale. <laughs> Loser, yeah, dude. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, you know, I, I'm like, I, that's not true, but it's like one of these things where it's like, so what? It's still Long Island, you fucking asshole. you never even been to Suffolk, bro? I've been to Suffolk. I've been to the Hamptons, bro. That's, that's the only Suffolk I go to. What's up, A-list? I'm in show business. What's up, A-list? I go to Suffolk, and I show my A-list AMC. <laughs> and they're like, no. Nah. They're like, no. You cannot get into... Uh, Whatever uh, club is the hottest club. At the well, you know, it's it's one of those things like I know, like I've told people that I was a Steeler fan in conversation. And they're like, oh, what's your, what's your team, man? Who do you root for? After they already know where I'm from. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go, oh, I'm a, I'm a Steelers fan. They'll be like, oh, dude, fuck you, bro. They f fuck the fucking Steelers. And they get like real <laughs> crazy and like mean to me. And I just I'm like, oh, OK, it's, what do you want from me? I wonder what you want to talk about, like. You want to talk about holding on to shit and like think it's like what 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 you think I think I have nothing going on. It's like what little amount of shit do you have going on in your life? Yeah. Where you're assigning your whole happiness based off of the sports teams that you're 
that you're that you watch and and and, and Dude, root for. I love the Steelers. Like I, you're a big football fan, I'm a but you're a normal fan. adult sports fan. But it's also a thing where if somebody said, "Oh, what's their big rivalry?" What's uh, the ball, the Baltimore Ravens. There you go. And somebody's like, "I'm a Ravens fan," you'd be like, "Oh, okay." I, they're like, "I'm a Ravens fan," and I'd be like, "Oh, where are you from?" And they're like, "Baltimore." Oh, makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> or I'm like, or 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 it's like lighthearted, like joking around, like, ah, yeah, well, I guess we can't invite you over for the games. Like, it's just kidding around stuff. But I've had people get, like, angry, like, fuck, dude, they s- fucking suck, dude, they're cheater, or, like, weird shit like that. Like, I always wanted to do a joke about, you know you're a loser if you're in your 50s and you're cheering on a 24-year-old man. Like, you're like, you're like your whole happiness is based off the, 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 the how in shape a 24-year-old <laughs> quarterback is. Because also, you know what you're mixing? You're mixing childhood memories a lot of these people played Football. in high school, and then you're, you're 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 amping it up with alcohol. So it's like alcohol and childhood, are not a good mix. Piss slop. Who cares though? Yeah, from the, the office. The office, which <laughs> yeah, is the yeah, guy yeah, with yeah. the Bishop O'Hara. He's like that's piss slop. Who cares? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> that's who. That's the perfect example of a guy like that. Yeah, that guy. That guy, its name's uh, Dave David Denham, I think. Really good actor. He's in Mayor of Easttown. You saw Mayor of Easttown? No. Right? <gasps> I also think I'm more Roy than Jim. You, you're maybe you're a mixture of both. You're you're you have some Roy in you probably, but like we said, you're not sports Roy. You're not gonna yeah. get mad about a high school team. You're more Dwight. And she's like, she's like, did you what? That keep going. I'm Dwight. <laughs> Just kidding. But dude, you ever see that video? Real quick, speaking of sports nuts. Yeah, I think we talked about it recently. The video, I think it's an Ohio game or something. With the, the, I think the guy's purposely doing this. He's walking through a whole bunch of fans, and he's wearing the opposite teams. And it's, I can't believe this guy didn't get punched in the face. Like, I think he almost, I think he got shit thrown at him. Yeah, he, had, he goes people screaming in his face. It was like insane to watch. I have to look it up. I forget what teams it is. It was like one was like Ohio or so. I don't know what it was, but. Isn't that a weird thing, though, that there's these certain clips that kind of live in infamy of, like, somebody getting beat up at a game or in the stands? That's a tough thing to beat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, man, you look really familiar. But where do I know you from? You're like, ah, remember the guy got punched in the face at the Cincinnati Bengals game and then they smacked my wife's beer out of her hand? (laughs) That was me. Yeah. Well, especially if you're, if you're, you mean if you're getting hit or if you're the asshole in the video. Either Sometimes one. Sometimes it's like the guy starting the fight looks like the biggest joker in the video. If he wins, though, it looks cool. There's a comedy version of that. This guy, I'm not going to say his name, and he spent years trying to get it scrubbed from YouTube. And I think the only reason he was able to do it is because it was years ago. He did a show hosted by Bill Bellamy on this cable channel. Okay. It was like Who's Got Jokes, it was called. Yeah. And the first round, I think I think the first round was like, I think it might have been first round was just what your just do your set. Yeah. And he comes out and it's like Ray J, the fucking Kim Kardashian porno video guy, the guy from Living Single and one other actress. So people that know comedy. Judges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this guy, this comic comes out and he j- it just wasn't they should have he should have just begged them, "Hey man, just please don't air this." Cuz it became a viral thing on the internet called the worst comedian in the world, and you it was shared amongst. You showed me. It. Oh, I showed. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. 
But a lot of it's scrubbed. There was like another round it's, that you wanted to show. There me was another round the where he did. They did a um, uh, ad lib set based off a wheel, and then they picked. It's like a disaster for a comedian. For it's sure, like, we're gonna spin this wheel, and you do it. You have to do a two minute set based off. And one of them was, I think it was Michael Jackson was the topic, and he just did a Michael Jackson. <laughs> and it was they're like laughing at the judges are laughing at. It's brutal. Like I have so much sympathy. Like I, it's, it's it's like you're you're watching it. It's like Schadenfreude, but you're also what did you call it again? Not Schadenfreude. You should call it something Shirt else. Shirt in France. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. It's Sherpa's freeze. But you're watching this clip and you're like, this is a disaster. And then, but luckily the guy got, it's it's barely on the internet. Yeah, and also comedy's also moved on where I think this guy still does it, but nobody's talking about it anymore. But I remember it being shared with me, especially in the infancy of YouTube, like multiple, multiple times. Well, th- and those shows in general are really a tough look because like I've had friends that have done them and I'm sure, I'm sure you've had even more friends that have done them where... They splice it in a way Dude. to make them look like fools. I absolutely. Well, they have that. He's a bit of a nut. That guy, that Joe. What's his name from upstate? And they and then his story apparently is true. Where he did uh, America's Got Talent with when Stern was the judge, and he said, and this is why you know. Here's the thing. One th- one thing people probably don't know is this. Nobody ever gets stand up right. There's only two movies in the history of movies that got stand-up right. One of them's Punchline, which is still kind of 80s corny, yeah. but mostly gets stand-up right. You know, and the other one is Punching the Clown, which is by Henry Phillips, and it's done like mockumentary style. You told me to watch that. I never watched it. Oh, that. it's fantastic. And Henry th- is such a great comedian. I actually thought it was in the background a little bit of the movie. It wasn't like the full center of it, but I thought the big sick nailed a couple of things. I, but even that's from a that's from a... That's from a different perspective. Yeah, it's not sure. like road road comic like or like club comic in the city. That's, that was Kumail, so that was more like alty ish. Yeah, yeah. It was like who got this right? It was like uh, Montreal, not Montreal. It was like something. It was Montreal. Montreal, yeah. But and yes, that was true. But I mean, like as far as the movie kind of being about it, nobody ever gets it right. And um, what I was gonna say is, like, a lot of times, like NBC, like at Last Comic Standing didn't get it right. When I did Last Comic Standing which was years ago, they had to have a meeting with the comics because no comics would do it. So they had the meeting with, they had brought us in, like 100 people into the room and we're like, just so you know, it's different now. We have this producer, Wanda Sykes is hosting. She's a comic. It won't be what it was. And people still had issues. They were trying to chase people down when they were like calling their families to tell them they, they got passed or didn't get passed. And they were like putting, slamming cameras in their faces, still pushing through other people and yeah and uh it was i think roseanne barr was yeah she was one of the judges she was the fucking worst she at one point they they edited to make it look like she was giving ben kronberg who's a comic from denver lives in denver now she was she gave him a hard time and they made it look like they just got into it on stage and that he walked backstage and before he went back they just looked at her like fuck you in reality roseanne after they had the exchange gives him the finger and in reality he's looking back with his, with his face scrunched up, like, the finger? Really? You're giving me the finger? Yeah. But they made it look like he was like, what the fuck? Like, like trying to start shit with it. Like, they just want the drama they out of They made him look like that guy. Like, I've Do seen you remember him the before. Clip? He's, yeah. He's, he was a, uh, he seemed funny on the show. I don't, I don't know much about him, but they made him look like a jerk. Like an asshole. Yeah, they make him look like he started shit. In actuality, he did his act. And he got some blowback from Roseanne, who fucking sucks. But didn't you have a weird experience with her? Yeah, I did. What I happened? Can, did I talk about it already on the show? I don't think so. 
I'll tell you mine. So here's the thing. And it's, then we could wrap up. But yeah. yeah. We could, this would be a good note to close on. Yeah. So just for full story, maybe clippable capabilities. I was, uh, I did uh, the first round of Last Comic Standing in like 2016. And I was, you know, it was one of the first things I did. You know, I did other stuff, but it was one of the first like TV things I did. I was super nervous. J.B. Smooth was the host. They had this area that was like a green room where they, they were filming you like before you went out and did your set. I was so in my head, I wasn't paying attention to anything. They're filming. They do a little thing where J.B. Smooth comes out, comes back to the all the comics and says, hey, we're going to get started pretty soon. But just so you know, if you go out there, don't do the host thing of like, and come out and go, hey, how you doing? Because Roseanne, last taping, just reamed this girl out for doing it. I barely heard what he said. And then I was first on the show. I'm always first. I was first in Montreal. Always first. I'm waiting in the wings. The warm-up comic did like nothing. Like yeah. no jokes. Maybe pumped them up a little bit, but like did nothing. Did about four minutes. I'm like, oh, J.B. Smooth's going to do stand-up before he brings me out. J.B. Smooth goes out and goes, you ready to have some fun? And then brings me right out pretty much. So I, me, who, having hosted for fucking how many years, I did, forgot immediately what this guy said <laughs> and went out and was like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Just like a cartoon dog. Ah, I don't know, I'm Sean Donnelly. And I went out and I... I, 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 hey, how you doing? I do my set. It went well. It went well. Yeah. It, went, it was fine. I went better than I thought it would. And afterwards, it was like Keenan was like, it's, uh, I think he was like, one of them was like, yes, a yes for me. Keenan Ivor Waynes was like, I liked it, but it's a no for me. Uh, you're not there yet. Whatever he said. And then Roseanne was like, it was a good set, but you came out, you did the, 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 uh, the warm up thing of the, hey, how you doing? You don't do that. You just don't. And she started, and then she was being so miserable. She kept, kept on going about it. And the audience is just sitting there, and I could not handle that we were just sitting there in silence. So I stopped, and I go, no, no, no. I really wanted to know how they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking she would be like, okay, all right, goodbye, whatever it was. And she goes, no, you didn't. You didn't give a shit how they were doing. And I, I go, oh, my God, what the fuck's her problem? Yeah. So I just go, no, watch. How you doing? I did. <laughs> She's going to be like, I'm, hey, I know I'm not getting this. Let me get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And on a, a clip. And then they were, and the, the cloud was like, ah! they did it again. And then uh, uh, I went back, didn't get it, didn't move on, obviously. But uh, the, uh, what you call it, two things happened. One is, they, they, I was worried. I was so worried that my career was over because I was like, oh, they're going to air this and I'm never going to work again. Yeah. I, you know, whatever it is. And th what ended up happening was they aired a 15 second, 20 second joke of mine and like, hey, a montage. I got the coverage, it was done. But what I found out was they, the other girl who got reamed out for it, they used her clip because in when she was reaming her out, she mentioned how, um, uh, I think, not Bill Cosby. Who did she say? Oh, she said, maybe she did say Bill Cosby. <laughs> maybe she said Bill Cosby or somebody or some, oh, maybe George Carlin told her, you never ask the audience how you're doing because it's them doing half the work for you. And to be honest, like, I'll, I'll take criticism like like constructive criticism but she was just being an ass she was an asshole yeah so i was like trying to be silly about it and she was like no you don't care hey, and also ask the audience how they're doing who, gives you know, a who fuck. cares and also it was like i went into the thing was like i think i went into this mode of like i'm first i'm like they haven't seen any stand-up yet like i'm almost like hosting the show yeah. like jb i'm not i'm not i'm not exaggerating dude J.B. Smooth did zero material, zero crown work, zero anything. He just said, hey, guys. 
I think it was a fucking paycheck for the guy. Yeah. He's like, you ready to get this started? I was like, I'm in the back. Like, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do something? I had the warm up. You're like, stretch, stretch, stretch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was like, mm. I was so nervous for months that they were just going to have horror yelling at me and everything. I'm like, ooh, Donnelly, what's that about? Now. This is how many years later yeah. I can give a shit less. <laughs> hey, and things aren't going wonderful for her as, as far as image. No, she sucks. Then yeah. I found out that I was actually took it to heart for a while. Then I found out that I heard back in the day all of her domestic goddess shit was written for. She didn't even write her oh, really? original shit. I could be wrong about that. Tell me if I'm wrong, but fuck her. She sucks. And then she, she, blew, that, and that she blew Tom Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But the she did that. Yeah, who knows Maybe. what happened there? I don't think I don't see her doing something she doesn't want to do. But she did that Fox News, that Fox special. Did you? Ever, I watched. Yeah, it. I didn't watch it's, any of it. She has like she's weirdly dressed like a, like a milk maiden. Like she has like a denim outfit on and like blonde pigtails. I think or something. Like it's really creepy and weird. And like somebody who's so out of touch. Mm-mm. It's like when you get past this, when you get past the five hundred million mark, you just really have a propensity to just lose your fucking mind. Yeah, and that's what she did. It's not even all politics aside. It's like you just you're just bad. This is just bad. She's Go back to Hawaii and and raise peanuts. Didn't she have a peanut farm in Hawaii or something? I don't know. I just know her voice fucking kills me. I, I don't even care about her voice. I thought she was. In the, I remember in the '80s being like, "Oh, she's one of the so biggest comics," and she was funny. And the act, her, the act worked. The persona. Her show worked. was hilarious. The show was amazing. Roseanne was great yeah. for the last. And she probably did get railroaded with that with what she said about what's her name, the the, the the senator. I think she did. I think she honestly didn't know she was black. I do believe that. Yeah. But then she went like, Okay, now I'm crusader. It's like Yeah, she doubled down. Enjoy your money, you fucking goofball. All right, let's get out of here. All right, Sean. We got an hour and yeah. 14 minutes on this bad boy. One. That was fun. That was, like, it was a fun one, baby. All right. Awkward, Awkward handshake. handshake. We actually did a good that handshake was a good instead. Handshake, I know. But uh, we'll see you next week. But uh, until then, uh, you can go back and watch any of the 60 episodes that we have out there. This is our 60th episode. Wow. So we have 59 episodes out there that you can go back. Um, there's about 20 of them that we have full live episodes uh, that you can watch on our YouTube channel. And then um, the entire catalog is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and clips everywhere on um, the YouTube Shorts as well as uh, at Brand New Jerks Pod on TikTok and between Sean and my uh, personal Instagram. He is at Charlie Time. And I am at Raby Killingham. And we will see you next Thursday. Thank you guys. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah.